Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Bubba, welcome to the cave. Hey, thank you so much for having me on here. It's uh, definitely an honor, and I uh, appreciate you taking your time out to have me on the show. Um, uh, yeah, man. Like uh, Before we start the interview, uh, how's your day going? It's going great. Thank you so much. How about yourself? Can't complain. Can't complain. So, man, yeah, I mean, you're a, when I was doing some research on you, celebrity bodyguard. Man, that's got to be, I can't wait till we get into that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bodyguards against bullying. You have a celebrity basketball game. How, how do you do all this, man? It's like, yeah. it's like even just like the first thing that I mentioned on the list, man, like how do you, how could you accomplish all this and how do you have time for all this? Right. So <laughs> it's just about, you know, if you're passionate about it, I know we talked a little bit off air about that. You know, you have to have a passion. Uh, and, you know, when God places a calling um, onto your life and you're following his steps, you know, it's you, you make you make a way for things. And, uh, you know, when you have that strong faith and you have, you know, um, work ethic that is that is very driven and you make many sacrifices you know anything is possible in life and you know like you said how are you able to balance all these things and it's just a testament to that yeah that's, that's man that's amazing man like so uh, before we get into like how you got into this like uh when i was doing research on you you grew up in pennsylvania am i right yeah i, I was yeah. born in hanover pennsylvania i grew up there a little bit and then eventually i moved to ocean city maryland and and uh, finished growing up there and graduated from high school in the berlin maryland area wow so how did you like decide to get into like uh, in this industry pretty much? Right. For, uh, yeah. Like, like, was this like the dream or did you, did you have like other plans at first and you somehow fell into this? So, you know, growing up, I always had, you know, a passion or a drive for martial arts and security. And, uh, you know, I think around maybe 11 years old, I started training with the martial arts somewhere around that age and have oh. just stuck with it ever since. And then at 17, I got my first experience at a beginner level job working security <clears throat> at a major BMX and concert venue down in Ocean City, Maryland on the beach. And just right away, like over protecting people and protecting property, I was able to discover it was my passion, purpose and true divine calling in life. Like that I wasn't just lucky to do that, that I was truly blessed. And I had a gift not only to do something that could bring me in success and accolades, but most importantly, it can make a true impact and a true difference on other people's lives as well. And, uh, you know, it was powerful at such a young age to, to get that, you know, notion and, and, and to mm. get that, you know, that, um, you know, vision. And uh, just I've stuck with it ever since. And then at 19, I got my first bodyguarding experience, still very young, not much training outside of, you know, just beginner level jobs in my martial arts background. And um, I, that was with Vinny Guadagnino from the hit show on MTV Jersey Shore. I would bodyguard him every summer. He would come to Ocean City, Maryland, and, uh, you know, just made the most of it. You know, in life, it's all about opportunities, and you're going to have a lot of them, but you have to, you know, stay prepared so you don't have to get prepared. And I was, I was ready for the moment, you know. I didn't say, hey, I'm not ready or I can't do it. You know, I went with it, and I made, it, I, I made the most of the opportunity. And uh, just ever since then, I've, I've continued to grow and have gone on now, um, you know, respectfully to have a, a, a decade in the industry, in the security industry, and have gone on to protect some of the top names and events in the real, such as, you know, Super Bowl 54 and the 9-11 oh. Memorial Commemoration, New York Fashion Week, Corey Woods, oh. the top celebrity eyewear designer, 
the Ali family, you know, uh, Dr. Khalila Kamacho Ali, the former wife of the greatest activist and boxer to ever live, Muhammad Ali, uh, Muhammad Ali Jr., the only biological son of Muhammad Ali, uh, Grant Cardone, Elena Cardone, the 10X Growth Conference venues, Damar J. Smith, Samaya Clark Gabriel, uh, Jocelyn James, Kendra Lust, so many, um, you know, notorious names and, and respected names. And, and it's just, you know, truly been an honor. Also in there, P. Diddy's children, and uh, the list just goes on and on. And uh, I, I'm truly honored. Um, you know, some of those names are, are the greatest, you know, to ever do it in their profession. But I always carry myself that God is the greatest. No matter who I was around, you know, they, they don't even compare to God. So, you know, you have to have that, that faith. You know, God is my bodyguard. He's your bodyguard. He protects all of us with a, with a protection. Not even, not even the best bodyguard could ever provide. And, uh, you know, his his strength and his armor is 24 seven, 365. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's powerful when you can have a mindset like that and understand where your blessings come from, because when you understand where your blessings come from, mm. you get more in life. You know, you'll always be, you know, even when you give and you give, you'll, you'll, you'll continue to receive blessings because our blessings aren't just for us to hold on to. They're for us to give out to others, most importantly. So you said, you, you know, you had to like your first big job at like at 19. Like, how do you like. So you, your, your bodyguard, you said Vinny in New, uh, Jersey Shore. Yes. Um, like, how do you like train to do something like this? And like, and, right. and then from there, like, how does your name get going where you, you start getting these big time celebrities to, to guard? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, just, just there, it was just making the most of the moment, uh, relying heavily, you know, at 19 on my martial arts background, like my focus, you know, that your words can start a fight or they can end a fight your, your, your ability to have empathy, empathy, excuse me, and sympathy and, you know, care and love and, and, you know, being able to be 10 steps ahead of your opponent and, and being smart, you know, in this industry, you have to be uh, massively colossally smart. You have to have wisdom and, and knowledge and, and do your due diligence and have understanding of people. You know, life is all about people skills and it truly matters how you treat them. If you have people skills, it can get you farther than a doctorate. It can get you farther than a law degree, farther than a master's, any of those things. If you just have people skills and respect and you're humble, it can open any door for you. It can get you further than even money can. And then to uh, talk about how I was able to get around other names, you know, word of mouth is everything in the industry of a protector. You know, when you do right by a client, others, others are going to quickly know about it. You know, for example, uh, I was with, uh, for, for extensively a, a long time, I had an account with Corey Woods, who was a, very, uh, very popular, very respected eyewear designer. His, his clients include the Kardashians, Amber Rose, you know, Jay-Z, uh, or excuse me, Beyonce, other big names. And, um, you know, one time he just came up to me and he had his phone and, and he said, with the best bodyguard in the real, Bubba. And just from there, I mean, something that you wouldn't think, you know, what, what could that possibly, you know, could it be that big of an impact? I mean, it was like every time I went to a show with him, I had the same respect he was getting, people coming up to me. Um, you know, it was just, it was powerful, you know, then his clients wanted to use me for services, awesome. you know, at, at all the different events and venues and, you know, just, uh, really, you, you know, you do right by somebody and, and as a bodyguard over it's, it's, it's so much bigger than, than size and strength and muscle. You have to have a soft critical, uh, a very strong, soft, critical, soft skill in this industry. You have to have loyalty and trust and, and character and integrity and, and a good demeanor and, and be able to have discipline and obedience, you know, because what good is it if you're six foot 11 and you're the, you're this Arnold Schwarzenegger body structure, but you can't be trusted or, or mm. you, you do things that escalate situations instead of knowing how to deescalate 
and another big uh, misconception as a bodyguard is, you know, that we're just these these incredible hawks and we're just going to bully anything in our path. But it's it's that, you know, when a situation were to arise, say, for example, we're with uh, a politician or a diplomat and, and they're giving a speech and something happens. You don't you don't bring the client into the into the crowd of trouble. You remove the client in the most effective, efficient and safest manner. It's flight over fight. And, you know, it's powerful when you can when you can not only do you when you have that mindset, the mature mindset, but also like, you know, for example, I also am, uh, speak to the youth. So when I can tell the youth things like that, because think about how many bullied youth, they eventually just have their they have that boiling limit where everybody's, you know, has that breaking limit. You just have enough and, yeah. you, and you snap and then you do something. Now you become a part of the problem or, or you lose your freedoms and liberties and justices. And when you can tell these kids these things, you know, like flight over fight and all these uh, you know, powerful topics and, and, and really training them of how you can remove yourself from an environment that may be abusive or toxic, uh, toxic to you. It, it's powerful, you know, and, and uh, it, it's, you know, it's, it's just a true testament to the goodness of God. Mm. And like you always say, like, always, I always try, like, I have two young kids, you know, six mm-hmm. and three, but I always try to tell them like, you know, my, my daughter got picked on in kindergarten one time. I said, ignore the noise. That's what I try to tell her. Ignore the right. noise. Like, what do you tell right. some of these kids? Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. You know, there's no matter if we do good or we do bad in life, there's always going to be opinions, naysayers, haters, people that want to see normality. You know, look, for example, on, on our sports shows, you know, they'll, they'll talk about LeBron James. They'll talk about Michael Jordan. They'll talk about all the greats. You know, they'll mm. debate them. They'll say, hey, he didn't do this enough or he didn't do this good enough. And these are some of the most respected athletes and the most in, insane, just, you know, uh, athletically gifted and, and hardworking individuals to ever, you know, ever touch a sport. And, uh, you know, you just have to have that in the, in your mind, you know, it's, it's not the noise from the outside that you have to worry about. It's, it's the enemy sometimes from within your own mind, yeah. you know, are you going to believe those thoughts? Are you going to be the type of person that you're inhaling those things and digesting those things? Because, you know, for example, kids, they're like a sponge, you know, if you do something, uh, you keep doing negative things around a kid, they're going to pick up on it. Or you want to do positive things and you want to show them the right way. And, you know, yeah, that's just my encouragement to them is like, you know, whatever your dream is in life, hold on to it, protect it and never let it go. There's going to be the haters and naysayers, but it's your dream. It's your responsibility. You know, right. you have to put that work in and and prove them wrong. You know, use that as fuel to motivate you. Use it as rocket fuel to launch you and propel you. And, uh, you know, I just always tell them, don't ever do anything retaliative. Remove yourself from the situation. Walk away like your pride and your ego, they can live to see another day because a lot of times when people fight anyway, you're not even fighting between the two people. It's something you're having a bad day. You're having a bad moment. You know, it's usually never about just the two people, you know, it's like they just, they all of a sudden they just had that bad day and then they, they accidentally bump into each other. They say something and it, and it gets took into a whole different level because they're just having that bad moment. And, uh, you know, that's, that's my encouragement. And, um, you know, that, um, you know, for, for parents and coaches and teachers and things of that nature that would listen to the show, not only do we need to treat the victim, but we have to treat the aggressors, the, the bullies in life, because too often we just treat the victim. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you want to treat the victim, but you can't allow a bully still to be on the loose. You know, you have to get yeah. them the help they need or get them into counseling or get them a, a, into martial arts or whatever it may be to show them, look, this isn't right what you're doing. And uh, when you're being bullied, it's never about you, but it's about the person's character or the lack thereof that is bullying you. You know, they're going through something or they've learned those behaviors. And, uh, you know, like you said, just just keep keep focused and, and, um, you know, block the noise out. You know, how did you get involved with like the the bodyguards against bullying? Yes. So um, I would say maybe roughly like a year ago, 
I was reached out to by um, another bodyguard in the industry. And he was like, hey, I think you would be a great fit for this uh, mission that we're having in this organization. And, uh, you know, I, I was honored, you know, I was like, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's an opportunity to do the right thing and to use my voice, my platform and positive influence to promote uh, positive change in this world. And I'm all about that. And, um, you know, just from there, uh, just just started getting right to work. And, uh, you know, because every second, every minute, every hour is precious. You know, there's mm. you know, there's kids that are that are committing suicide, even at young ages. You know, they're, they're yeah. developing mental health issues or they're being hospitalized because of bullying. And what bullying really is, is, is it, it, it isn't just bullying, it's abuse. You know, we need, we need to start terminizing it of what it truly is. You know, to bully somebody is to be an abuser, uh, whether it's a domestic violence, whether it's bullying, physical, verbal, cyber, relationship bullying, domestic violence, again, whatever it may be, it, it's abuse. And, um, you know, we just have to stop sweeping it under the rug and really start saying, you know, enough is enough because, no matter how much I preach and, and I talk words of encouragement and I talk about bullying and I talk about being the better person and, and all these things, you know, when I leave, what are you going to do? Are you going to pick, are you going to make the right decision or are you going to make the wrong decision? You know, mm. with your choices in life, your faith will never be on trial, but your choices most certainly could. So you make the wrong decision to retaliate against your bully or go get a weapon or do something, you know, just, just uh, where you just had that breaking point, like I said, again, because th these kids do. And, th and when their breaking point happens, they're either going to break and they're going to snap on their bully or they're going to break so bad where they feel the only way out is to take their life. And, and it's mm -hmm. sad, you know, um, and we have to do everything in our power to eradicate bullying, not just, oh, talk about it a few times and <clears throat> then we're back to covering it up. We need to eradicate it. We need to say enough is enough. Uh, you know, the cyberbullying is, is atrocious. Uh, you know, these kids on video games and computers right. and tablets and iPhones and, and, and even adults, even in adults, many cases are on these things and, and they hide behind a keyboard and they harass keyboard they warriors. Harass yeah. Right. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, so that, yeah, just, just got involved from there, you know, uh, and we've even went to the extremes to donate bodyguard services. Um, you know, you talk about a once in a lifetime impact that could have for a child that had been, you know, habitually or seriously bullied. Um, you know, it, you, you, you can't measure that impact. There's not an adjective powerful enough. And we didn't do it to, to intimidate. We didn't do it for any of those reasons. We did it to show them, hey, you know what? There's people out here that care about you, that love you, that care about your peace of mind, that care about your safety. And hey, if I can give you a few tips or a few pointers of how you can be safer or how you could avoid situations if you were to be presented in one, you know, hey, you know, it's powerful stuff. And uh, not only did they get the, uh, you know, bodyguard experience, they, they received the same service that an A-list celebrity received. I mean, police escorts, uh, you know three bodyguards they they got to meet the mayor they got to go in the mayor's office awesome. i mean it, it was powerful and you mentioned cyberbullying like you know like i don't know how old you are but like i'm 44 i remember like when we were young you know you might have got bullied at school and everything but like, when you got home at three o'clock it was done right, now, right. You know, these kids now like you said you mentioned social media and everything so for them it's 24 hours a day it's not even just six hours because you were just in school and it's like it's right, gotta right. be like like oh yeah it's, it's difficult Right. Even it's, to this day, some adults get bullied 24 hours a day. Absolutely. And like you said, it's like, when when does it stop? Does, does the kid even have a chance to breathe? And my encouragement, if you're going through any type of bullying, even if it's, you know, for example, we'll, we'll start with physical or verbal. It would be to don't retaliate. You know, last the very last resort is to defend yourself. You don't you know, and that's not step one. All, all of a sudden you throw the guy to the ground and you, you, you bang him up or he or she. 
you, you, you use your words, you try to have some, show them you have, you know, you're, you're trying to try to get to their heart. You know, mm. people, people will always respond to love, you know, smiling and love is the universal language. And, um, you know, don't do, don't, don't run your mouth back to them or, or, or try to scoop to their level because that's what they want to do. They want to bring you down. They want to bring your frequency down. And, um, you know, that, that's my encouragement. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's important. Yeah. Uh, what's the next big event you're doing for, uh, for the bodyguards against bullying? So, um, with the next big event that I'll, I'll be doing, um, for me, it will be a celebrity charity basketball event. Um, it will, it's on Saturday, August 28th, uh, of this summer, mm-hmm. uh, at the Worcester County Recreation Center in Snow Hill, Maryland. Uh, it will host some of the top names from around the world, respectfully playing for an amazing cause to bring, uh, proceeds and awareness to cancer, bullying, and mental health, three components that just unfortunately they impact so many, not just in our nation, but across the world. And uh, we're, we're, we're speaking out on bullying. We're, we're, we're bringing awareness to mental health. Um, you know, we're going to have those, those celebrities and public figures and leaders yeah. uh, at the county, local and state levels, you know, speaking out on things and, and giving their, their uh, motivation and inspiration and words of, 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 of power uh, to the kids that, you know, again, that, that can't be measured, but that could have that impact for the kid. And, um, you know, it, it's powerful. Um, Fan Fest will start at 12 p.m. The game will start at 5 p.m. on Saturday, August 28th. And uh, it's just going to be an amazing time. You know, yeah. uh, for, for tickets, they can be purchased at www.bubbleomany.com. That's B-U-B-B-A-A-L-M-O-N-Y.com. That's my official website. And even for those that can't make it, you can still purchase tickets to be donated to a local youth organization on your behalf. So um, it's, it's just, like I said, an amazing calls. And uh, we, we made it so that everybody can be involved. Even if you can't make it, you can still make a donation or, or see your tickets, um, you know, make somebody's life, you know. Then, yeah. And, uh, you know, th- we're going into a historically small town uh, that's kind of on the back burner with a lot of events to, to, to bigger cities surrounding it. And, um, you know, it's, it's needed, you know, especially coming out of COVID as we're hopefully getting right. ready to get out of COVID. These kids need that. They, they need it to uplift their summer. They need it to propel them as they get ready to go in that new school year, you know, because there was a lot of uncertainties, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, differences during COVID for these kids wearing masks and social distancing, yeah. you know, it's kind of like they're, they're confined and they're confused. And, you know, th- this, this, uh, this game will, will do a lot for them in the community. So it's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. How did you get the idea to, uh, to start this like celebrity charity for the basketball? Yeah, so, team? you know, I think about, I want to say 18 months ago, um, you know, I was like, you know, Hey, I grew up in the area. Um, okay. You know, I graduated there. I'm, I'm involved heavily in the community and with the youth, you know, what better thing to do than to bring something of this caliber and, and to have so many amazing people coming to it. And most importantly for a great cause. And uh, you know, it, it's, it's just something where I said, you know what, I've seen events in the area. They've come and they've went. I said, what can I do to bring, bring these kids an outlet, to bring these kids uh, and, and the community, not just with the youth, but the, the whole community, um, bring them that platform, bring them that opportunity. And the most importantly, show them no matter your success and accolades, um, you know, you, you come back to where you're from and you give back and you, and you inspire people and you motivate and empower, uplift them, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I want to go back to you a little bit about like you being the bodyguard and everything for like celebrities. Uh, like who's been like one of your favorites that you worked for? Um, you know, I've, I've been truly blessed um, with a lot, you know, a lot of people that I've, you know, really I've never had, like, I would say like a bad client. So, 
Um, yeah. I, I love working with Corey Woods. He was a, a celebrity eyewear designer. He did a lot of things in the fashion industry and, um, you know, modeling events and, and different things. Uh, he had a showroom and, you know, I got to travel with him and, and have so many experiences and meet so many amazing people. Uh, I would say um, when I was with Grant Cardone, that was that was a great time uh, protecting him and his family and his children at the 10X Growth Conference. And then uh, a more recent client would be Dr. Khalila Kamachu Ali, the former wife of the greatest boxer, Muhammad Ali, um, and, and the mother to his four children. I think just being around those names, I mean, uh, you know, Grant, I gained so much information and knowledge from uh, Corey, uh, just somebody who treated me exceptionally well and uh, met so many amazing people. And then, you know, Dr. Ali, you know, just, uh, you know, standing up for what is right and fighting for what you believe mm -hmm. in and, and, you know, leadership components. And I mean, when she walks in the room, she says something, I mean, she has the whole room's attention. And right. when she walks in, it just, the, the, the room just illuminates, you know, it's like, it goes from darkness to daylight, you know, and um, just, just amazing people. So very, very grateful. What's been like one, like a, a situation that got really bad, but you were able to resolve it quickly where there was no violence or anything. Um, I think, I think it happens a lot in our field. Uh, okay. We're always, we're always proactive. You know, we're always scanning through uh, threat assessments or even leading up to a venue, you know, we're doing our walkthroughs, mm -hmm. we're planning our routes, we're meeting with staff. Uh, we're, we're learning every ingress and every egress of, of a facility or, or its areas, surrounding areas. Um, I would say more particular that I could remember, um, probably a night when I was with a, a client from overseas who was an attorney and we were in New York at, at a club and uh, he was getting ready to celebrate, you know, leading up to his wedding. And uh, one of one of the people in his entourage, they were you know, like they were uh, pretty riled up. They were, they were, you know, on that level of intoxication and stuff. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm sure as you know, as well as I do, when some people drink, they're either a happy drunk or they, or they want right. to fight. And, uh, you know, before you know it, they were having an argument, him, uh, you know, what the guy from the entourage and the client, and it got, you know, got a little bit physical. So we stepped in uh, as we were protecting the client. And uh, before you know it, the, the, the aggressor to, to the client tried to grab a, like a, a large gray goose bottle strike it over my client's head and we were able Oof. to take him down and just like, luckily he didn't get struck and, you know, things of that nature. But, you know, that was probably the one of the more like, you know, where we actually had to get physical with somebody, but, you know, it, it again, it's all about, you know, being smart, thinking, uh, thinking quick. Um, you know, you're, you're constantly reading body languages and, and, you know, for example, uh, a trained mind to an untrained mind, the things I'm looking for are radically different than, uh, what somebody in average Joe would be looking for, you know, so yeah. I'm going through uh, the motions and, and constantly head on the swivels, staying alert, staying alive. Yeah. Have you ever been injured on duty? Um, uh, I've, I've, I've had some injuries. Um, yeah. I've had some, some things where, uh, you know, I, I've been banged up having to work as a bodyguard, but, you know, like I said, you just, you know, uh, in this field, you don't really get a you don't really get a sick day. You don't get a, right. you know, hey, um, I, I can't make it today thing because then you leave a client vulnerable and, and, mm. and completely susceptible to maybe an attack or a stalker or, you know, to whatever the threat level entails. So uh, you just you just rock through it and you just give it everything you got every day, you know, and, and you have that obsession for greatness, you know, like hey, if I take that day off, it's going to cut me short of my greatness. You know, you just keep fighting through it. You, you remember why you're doing what you do and, and you understand you're making that difference in your client's life. Mm. <laughs> what do you tell people that want to get into the industry? 
I tell people, don't ever look at what I do and think you could do it easily, you know, and don't ever get into a field just because you, you, you're going to be around celebrities and things like that, because it's a very dangerous field. You know, mm. every day I work, I don't know if I'll make it back home. It's just it's just a harsh reality. No matter how strong my faith is, no matter how much I pray, no matter, you know, your, your prayers are your most powerful weapon as a bodyguard. And, uh, you know, it's just a harsh reality. Sometimes you don't know if you're going to make it back home. Uh, I've, I've, I've had the honor and, and the challenge, uh, you know, big challenge of protecting the most high risk and high profile people in the real, you know, some people were even more high risk than the president, you know, and uh, it's, it's just, like I said, you just have to have that mindset though. Right. You have to have that faith that, you know, God is right there with you. Your, your, um, you know, your, your God's armor is, is more powerful than a bulletproof vest, more powerful than a 360 degree blast protection SUV. Mm -hmm. Um, than, than an armored truck, you know, you just have to have that and just hover down in your face. It's, it's everything. Awesome. Hey, uh, Baba, lastly, uh, how can the listeners and the viewers uh, find you on social media and tell us one more time about the, the chair, uh, the celebrity charity game also. Yes. Yeah, so I'm all across social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat um, at Bubba Almany, B-U-B-B-A-A-L-M-O-N-Y, Bubba Almany across all platforms. And also my official website, you can visit there. You can read about me. Uh, you can keep up to date with what I'm doing. And you can also see the celebrity uh, charity basketball game there. That's www.bubbleomony.com, B-U-B-B-A-A-L-M-O-N-Y.com. And again, we hope to see everybody there. But even if you can't make it, you can still purchase tickets to be donated to a local youth organization on your behalf. And again, I really want to thank you so much for having me on the Man Cave podcast. And uh, I appreciate all the work that you're doing. Baba, this was great, man. Thank you for coming on. All right. Thank you so much. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.